0: Welcome back listeners and welcome to new listeners. Today's episode we will be talking about demon possession and what it means. How can you tell if someone is possessed? The key to telling the difference is through discernment in prayer on the part of the exorcist and the possessed and in the potentially possessed person's reaction to exorcist and the prayers being said. The exorcist would say a prolonged prayer to the point where if the adversary is present, there is a reaction. A possessed person has various general attitudes towards an exorcist, who is seen by the adversary as an enemy ready to fight him. Father de Mio described the unsettling reaction that a possessed person usually has, detailing the common response to the exorcist's prayer. There's no lack of frightening facial expressions, threatening words, gestures or other things, he said, but especially blasphemies against God and Our Lady. The Catechism of the Catholic Church emphasizes the importance of distinguishing demonic activity and mental illness. From paragraph 1673, exorcism is directed at the expulsion of demons or to the liberation from demonic possession through the spiritual authority to which Jesus entrusted to his church. Illness especially phycological illness is a very different matter threatening this is the concern of medical science. Therefore before an exorcism is performed, it is important to ascertain that one is dealing with the evil one and not an illness. In April 2015, the Vatican of Congregation for the Clergy and the Cicerdos Institute hosted a seminar at Rome's Regina Apostolorum University, specifically aimed at training priests in spotting the difference between phycological problems and demon possession. The conference interventions of wide range of experts in the field of exorcisms, including practicing exorcists, medical professionals, psychologists, lawyers, and theologians. Father de Mio also emphasized not all cases of demonic possessions will look the same, which is why it is so important for exorcists to go through rigorous training. It's up to the priest serving in this ministry to know how to deal with these case by the will of God, with love and humility, he said. In 2014 the International Association of Exorcists or AIE called the rise of occult activity a pastoral emergency. It usually starts of ignorance, stupidity, or proselytizing actively participating or just watching, AIE spokesperson Dr. Walter Cassioli told CNA at the time. The consequences are always disastrous. Father Demio said that people often turn to the chatter magicians and illusionists for answers rather than the weapons the Lord has put at our disposal. While people often seek radical answers or signs, the defense against demonic possession is a simple sacramental life of prayer, the priest said. In November 2006 Amy Stamatis was left paralyzed from waist down after she plunged from the second story of her Circe home onto a brick patio. The circumstances of the incident was unusual. Amy had climbed into an open window and was sitting on the windowsill. When she fell, she insisted that she did not jump. But for months beforehand, Amy had been struggling with dark thoughts. She had heard voices telling her to kill herself and sought treatment from doctors and psychiatrists. The voices did not stop. Amy believed she was going through some kind of mental breakdown after her fall. She was laying in a hospital when she was visited by a woman who claims she had raised the dead and healed the terminally ill through prayer. The woman saw something in Amy that no one else had, demons. Amy began experiencing strange ailments several months before her fall. She was wrapping up a 24-hour shift as a medflight nurse in Little Rock when she was tasked with treating a burn patient. After wheeling him in on a stretcher and completing a report. Amy told her husband she was having a nervous breakdown, which began a string of visits to doctors and psychiatric hospitals. She was diagnosed with different mental illnesses. Amy said they prescribed antidepressants like they were candy, but the voices continued and her behavior was becoming unpredictable. She stripped out of her clothes at a family gathering with her in-laws. During hospital visits, she yelled at her former co-workers. A particular tense episode happened when her and her husband traveled to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota looking for specialized treatment. While there, she broke away from doctors and her husband and climbed seven stories up to the edge of a parking ramp and threatened to jump. Police and her husband talked her down. But the voices continued. The downtown Church of Christ in Searcy held a prayer service for Amy after she fell. Among those in attendance was Becky Lance, a Pentecostal evangelist who has performed about 10 exorcisms. Becky was not a member of the church and had never met Amy, but had heard what happened and felt compelled to visit her. The Lord spoke to me and told me to go to the hospital to cast the demons out of her. Becky said, I could feel something churning. Amy had broken her back in three places punctured both lungs and broke her ribs she said the injuries indicate that she did not brace herself for impact none of her bones in her arms or legs were broken becky said when she arrived at the hospital amy was wide-eyed i could see the demons becky said a friend of amy's told her that becky was there to pray over her according to becky amy or something inside her growled in response why are you here amy snarled becky brought out anointing oil and wiped amy's forehead with it lord in the name of jesus i command these demons release her and come out of her and she comes to her right mind in jesus name becky commanded amy's facial expressions change the spirit of the lord was in the room becky recalled I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode Demon Possession, join me again next week for a new one, until then keep safe.